This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to provide you with some really good information on the real estate market so that you know what's going on and you can make good sound decisions. Well, once in a while, we take a road trip and that is today. So we are going around the state of California talking to uh, some veteran agents around the state asking them what's the market like today and what's their forecast and I would go with their for personally I would go with their forecast rather than um, somebody that you see out of the news out of New Jersey Michigan whatever anyway uh, to start off we're gonna go to San Jose the San Jose area with Mr. Jim Hamilton. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Don. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, I want to reiterate, though, I'm Don Scordino because I heard you tell Bobby Don who. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, that, was, that was Don Ho. All right, I, I can expect that out of you. So, uh, Jim, how long have you been a real estate agent? Do I really have to have to answer that? Actually, I'm celebrating my 40th year this year. That's all. Okay. Well, I hear yeah. you're good, so we'll go with that rather than your lack of experience uh, of 40 I'm years. The business. <laughs> okay. Um, what what areas are you going to be talking about today? So primarily the the Silicon Valley overall from. Uh, Oh, uh, gosh, probably the Cupertino area down through southern South San Jose. Okay, fair enough. And um, so how would you describe your market in October of 2023? Uh, what language can I use? Just English. <laughs> <laughs> well, my English gets colorful. Uh, in all seriousness, our market is still very strong here. It is still primarily a seller's market. Our our inventory is dramatically low, but it also depends on what price range you're talking about. If you're so, when I say lower end price range for us, you know, you're kind of starting at uh, minimum minimum about a million dollars, really more like a million two million three, and then on up, you know, five million plus. And the uh, say the million to two million market. Uh, we're looking at maybe a month's worth of inventory, and um, if you get up over five million, that goes up to about four or five months. So that's that's getting to be more of a neutral market, where the what I'll call the lower end market for us, uh, it's still very much a selling market. Okay, I like how you say that a neutral market or a balanced market. So that that's probably where we we ought to be rather than as low as one month of inventory. You're absolutely right, Don. I, I, we've been in this cycle for, gosh, a good 10 years plus now. And it does make it very tough for buyers, uh, you know, trying to get a, get their house out there, especially first-time buyers. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a challenge, uh, but that's why we're here to help them get through that challenge. That's right. How would they, How would you say the market is today compared to one year ago, two years ago? It, it, it actually is getting a little bit better. Uh, and I mean, who knows what a normal market looks like anymore, but it is getting better where, uh, and this will sound kind of strange to some of your audience, but um, you know, a year ago we might've had 10 or 15 offers on a property. It gets on the market, you know, five to seven days later, you got 10 or 15 offers on it. Today you might see two or three offers, which, it's still tough when you're you're a buyer out there and you're competing against two or three other offers. Where uh, what what I'd say a normal market is, you have one offer and talking to the seller and negotiating. But uh, it it is better than it was as far as the competition. Uh, but still fairly fierce out there. And you have a, if you have a very nice house in great shape, 
uh, you could still very much expect multiple offers on it. Wow. Okay. Now, you said that a million dollars in your area will get you kind of the, the – tell us what kind of home a million dollars would buy in the San Jose area. Honestly, not much, um, and I'm being brutally honest about that. Uh, you might get a smaller condominium, an older condominium, uh, but really in the San Jose area, what I'll call the primaries of San Jose, uh, you're lucky if you're getting in a million four, a million five, and that's going to get you 14 to 1,600 square feet. Um, if you were to move over into Los Gatos, the Saratoga area, you're starting out at closer to $2 million for the same thing. Uh, and then if you get up into the Los Altos area, that jumps dramatically higher than that as well. Wow. All right. So to buy that typical three-bedroom, two-bath home on its own lot, um, you're looking at at least a million and a half. Is that right? That's that's pretty much a pretty good jumping-off point. Um, you might get very lucky that you need something that needs a bunch of work done on it. You might get a little lower than that, but pretty much that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. Boy, and what a difference, because here in Fresno County uh, and Madera County, you can you could find that in the 300s. So, And I get it, John, and it's, it's tough. I mean, we've obviously got a lot of tech money here, and uh, that definitely puts a lot of uh, price pressure on the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you're not in tech and you're not, you know, that kind of income, uh, it's tough. And I'll be honest, brutally honest about that. It is very tough to, to get into a home here. And, and you think about the Valley, we're very, uh, there's just no place left to build. It's all infill. So anytime a new house goes up, somebody had to tear a house down in order to put a new house up. And that obviously increases the cost as well. So uh, we're not, we're not, and it's not fair to say that cities aren't focused on trying to develop affordable housing. They are. It's just it's just difficult. There's so many different uh, voices out there on what we should do, how we should do it, whether we should do it or not. So until we come up with some more solutions, and I think in our area it's probably going to be vertical as opposed to, you know, single families. Uh, but until that happens, uh, I think you're going to see price pressure. Um Interest rates will play into that. The The conforming rate here is not used that much just because of the prices. But our jumbo rates are running around 7.25%. They're hovering right around there. They've been that way for a while. I think if we were to get up over 8%, psychologically, that have, might have an effect on the market. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but so far, we're, we're at 3%, and now we're at 75 does not seem to be slowing the market down too much. Right. In fact, I find it interesting. You were saying a year ago or so, you might have had 12, 15 offers on a property when the rates were, you know, under five. Um, So the raise in rates has slowed it down, but there's still plenty of buyers. Definitely. There, you know, a good open house, Saturday, Sunday, again, decent house shows well you might have 40 or 50 groups to uh, the open house. It doesn't mean you've got 40 or 50 buyers there, but you've got 40 or 50 people looking at that house or groups, actually a lot more people than that. And uh, so again, we're still seeing the multiple offers. It's not the, what I'll call insanity of the market maybe a year ago, but it's still, I don't want to paint a picture that it's all rosy for the buyers out there because it's not, it's still a very tough market. Okay. What's driving the market? in your area that makes buyers want to buy? Well, Don, we've talked about this before, and, and I think the idea of home ownership, no matter what the price is, no matter where you're at, that idea of owning your own little piece of property, it's one of the things our country was founded on, and I don't think we've lost that very much. I think there's still that sense of, of I want to have my own place, whether it be a condo or a house or you know, a simple little 1,200-square-foot house or a $6,000 mansion. It's still the same sense of it's mine. I have that, that uh, I'm proud of what I have. Uh, and so, and, and it's a, 
again, no matter where you're at, it's a wealth builder over time. Yeah, that's true. And we have talked about that many times. You have been on the show once or twice before per once year. Once or twice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, and you're right, that the driving force for home ownership is that it's a good thing in that people want it. It's it's part of the American dream. So absolutely, Don. Let me let me go back. Sorry to to go back to something you talked about earlier about prices. Uh, we always kind of get focused on the price, and what I've come to realize through the course of my career, the price is not that important. The, the price comes into play as far as affordability and what I can actually buy, and you know, trying to not overpay for something. But the bottom line for the cost of home ownership is not the price you pay. It's what do I have to put down, and what does it cost me every every month to own that house? That's what it costs you on a house, not the price. So people get all caught up in a, in a price, and that's not really the cost of home ownership. Never has been. Yeah, I, I can buy your theory there. And the okay. other thing is Good. you got a fixed-rate mortgage. You're fixing your security, your stability for the next 10, 20, 30 years. You, you know yeah, what you're paying is going to be. Get in, uh, yeah, so right now, and, and I'm still seeing most people doing 30-year uh, rate mortgage. Um, the adjustables are starting to play a little bit bigger role in the market. Uh, and But that's not so much that I want to get a lower rate. It's they believe that interest rates will come down sometime within the next year. The, the prognostications out there are all over the map, as usual. It was towards the end of next year that rates should come down substantially. Now it might be after the election. We'll see. Um, you know, Don, as much as I love you, if my crystal ball was that clear, I'd be on my own island in the Caribbean someplace, not talking to anybody. So <laughs> nope, nobody knows what the future is going to be. Nobody can absolutely predict it. But across the board, with very few exceptions, there is a belief that interest rates will come down. So even if you're buying in and get a fixed rate where you lock in so you know what you got, at say seven and a quarter, uh, my sense is interest rates will be down at least in the sixes and possibly into the fives in the future. But again, we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. And uh, obviously, if you're at seven and a quarter and you get down to the fives, by the way, if the market does drop down into the fives, you will see those multiple, multiple, multiple offers come out again. All right. In one minute or less, my last question for you, what's your forecast for the real estate market in your area for 2024? I think it still remains very strong, and that is absolutely due to our lack of inventory. Um, for all the buyers out there, I would just say hang tough, stay with it, don't give up. Uh, it will happen. Trust your realtor, work with them and let them do their job and, and find it and, and just get in where you can. But no matter what it is, don't just buy it just for the sake of buying. Make sure it's the right place for you. But I think we're still going to have a very strong market in 2024 and going forward. Okay, and thank you for that last part, too, about make sure it's the right home for you so that um, you can weather ups and downs in the cycles of the market because you're, you've got a place to go that fits you and your family. Uh, Jim John, Hamilton. Last thing on, oh, you go ahead. Just last thing on that. Make make sure when you're looking, don't just buy anything, whatever problems it has. Make sure you're checking out that house because those hidden things that you don't look at or you pretend like they're not that important could be in the tens of thousands of dollars to fix. So make sure you're taking a good look. All right. Jim Hamilton, we want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And we are going to our first commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio as we take a road trip around the California housing market. Thank you very much. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we are on another road trip around the California housing market. And I'll bet you can't guess where we're going to next. We have a guest on the on the air, Bill Mel of Bakersfield. How are you, Bill? Good, Don. Good, Don. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. And um, thank you. 
in Bakersfield and Fresno share a lot in common. We're both part of the Central Valley. Um, and I'll bet we're going to be a little bit different than our first guest from the San Jose area. So I got to start oh, yeah. off, Bill, with what does a million and a half dollars buy you in the Bakersfield area? A million and a half dollars. You're probably going to be looking at uh, one of our uh, one of our greater, uh, nicer, I would say, uh, gated communities, or you're going to be looking at. Uh, something that is along the lines of an, an acre or more maybe i would say not compound living but i mean you could you could have some you could have some land and be sprawled a little bit all right and the reason i pick a million and a half is uh in talking with jim hamilton from san jose that's your basic starter home there at a million well, and a half. I couldn't imagine a starter home being uh at a million and a half being something small like that if you will okay we're going to save this recording and in 10 years we're going to play that and say okay bill do you still agree <laughs> right so who knows right. where we're going all i know is it's sure nice to have a home um yeah tell us what areas do you cover do you go how far outside of bakersfield so bakersfield we're kind of um we're we're in a we're not a small area where I would say we're probably more like in a, in a bubble area, if you will. So we have, we have Kern County, uh, Eastern Kern County kind of goes out of the area. I generally cover uh, Bakersfield. We'll get uh, some Taft in here. Um, sometimes I've done a few deals in Delano, some of the stuff in Shafter and Wasco. So just kind of the, the closer uh, areas are in proximity, I would say, you know, 15 minutes out. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Tell us what is your how would you describe your residential real estate market today, October of twenty twenty three? Wow, October twenty twenty three. So right now we're we're sitting uh we're sitting at about three hundred and eighty three thousand for a median home sales price. Um with that three hundred and eighty three we're looking at probably I don't know, fourteen to sixteen hundred square foot. And we are um Average days on market for a home is about 21 days, so 21 days to get a house sold. If you're if you're if you're uh, if you're selling a house, um, with that, you know we know about interest rates and all this stuff. We, those interest rates have taken a lot of uh, first-time buyers that maybe didn't have a lot saved up. They're taking them out of the market right now, and so we are seeing things. Even though that average is 21 days, it seems. Uh, that's just the average, that's the middle, you know, we're seeing things sit on the, on the market. Maybe that's not priced right, uh, price to sell a little bit longer than normal. Okay. So in the past year, how would you say interest rates have affected our market? They've slowed it down. They have slowed, uh, slowed our market down. Don, you know that, you know, in, in a, I would say like in a, in a market, in, in past markets, we've seen, you know, interest rates rise and then oftentimes the prices will drop um, and, or vice versa, rates will drop and prices, you know, will, will go up, if you will. They kind of like a, a, a tit for tat, if you will. Um, in this situation that we have going on now, we have a, uh, a lack of inventory statewide, uh, but especially here in Bakersfield. And so, we don't have a whole lot of homes for sale in the market. On top of that, we have an interest rate that is not incredibly high, but it's high for what you know the average buyer, I would say, right now is used to. Um, and with that being said, uh, it has just slowed us way down, way down. Although 21 days on the market doesn't, if you look at it, it just doesn't seem slow. It, so. it doesn't, it doesn't, but, but it, but it is because, you know, when you say average, you know, we got to look at what average is. We got to add the 60 or 70 days into the, you know, three or four days in, in, in you know, you know how averages work. Right. Um, so that's the middle, that's the middle that, that we're saying the middle is, you know, is 21, but we have some, some properties that would, uh, they're sitting on there quite a bit longer that maybe in a different different market wouldn't sit there as long 
Okay, interesting what you say, because I recently heard a buyer say, wow, it's been on the market 12 days. I wonder what's wrong with it. But now we're <laughs> seeing more of those 60, 70, 80 days. We are, yeah. The, the, um, the, uh, some of the mindsets that we've had over the past you know, years uh, about, you know, put it on and it's gone in, you know, three days, gone in four days, gone in, you know, something like that. Um, you got to be more thoughtful when you put it on that market, put it, you know, price it to sale. Um, you got to be competitive too. I mean, your neighbor, he wants, you know, potentially wants to sell his house. So he is going to be competitive to you. So you got to, it's got to be a little bit more thought out, uh, in my opinion. All right. It, and I'd like to get your personal forecast for the 2024 market. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're, you're saying, wow, that somebody would actually ask your opinion, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Holy smokes me. How did I make it? <laughs> All that of Oz, Dorothy. <laughs> um, you know, I think that we are going to be uh, a couple things. I think it's going to be uh, still a little slow. Um, we're talking about statewide that there is a potential for some some rates to drop, if you will. I don't see that happening immediately. We're in an election year, so we got a lot of moving parts going on that are, that they're trying to name to this market, if you will. I think that we are maybe more towards the end of the year, maybe more towards the election, going to see that drop that they're talking about uh, and the lowering of those rates. Um, because somebody's got to be the champ at the end of the year, right? Look right. what I've done. And um, I uh, I hope that comes true for us. I think that, you know, um, I'm a human, you're a human. Wouldn't we all love to be humans too? And in that human, you know, human dream, that California dream, we all would potentially like to own a home. So I think the as long as the will to own a home is still there, I think that it'll drive the market uh, pretty pretty good you know for people to want to be homeowners i'd like to see uh those rates come down and um when those rates come down we are going to possibly see a lot more people willing to sell their homes uh that are currently in those lower interest rates and um open our market back up but i don't think we're going to see that till we get that dropped it's interesting the way you put that i could have uh I would have bet when you said when the rates come down, that'll bring the buyers out. But you said the sellers out. So um, why would the sellers come out with lower rates? Well, you know, you got to figure over. I think it was the numbers we, we heard this last uh, last meeting here. We're looking at 70 percent, I believe, of the of the uh, current homeowners are sitting on uh, rates. Their current mortgage rate is under. Uh, interest rate is under uh, four, three percent, three and a half percent, I think it was. And so when they're sitting on that and you're looking at, well, you know, hon, we'd like to buy another house. This is a great house. This is the house that we wanted. But at the same time, we're sitting on this thing at, you know, 2.5, 2.75, 3%. We can't compete with that rate right now. So it's a, I would say it's more of a, an economic situation where I'm not giving up my, you know, three and a half percent rate in order to get a 6 or 7% rate, we'll wait on this house. We'll wait on this house. It'll come around, so they're, they're playing the market a little bit. You're making me think, when all the, the brain thrust uh, at the Federal Reserve decided to raise rates, I wonder if they thought it through about this supply and demand issue. It's, I'm going to say no, but I don't <laughs> know what they were thinking. Really, I, I, I try to... I try to understand. I try to ask as many people, what do you think? What do you think? Tell me what you know. You know, tell me about the, you know, what is the mindset here as to why these rates are here? You know, usually we have a, a program that will offset, you know, something that will, uh, you know, make our market a little funky. And I, it hasn't, I haven't seen an offset. I just, you know, it feels like we're, you know, like we've, we haven't done anything wrong, but it feels like uh, when you ask your parents, well, why do I have to do this? And it's just because I said so. And that's what it feels like, one of those because I said so moments with no, you know, they haven't come out and said, you know, what what, uh, what we were. Inflation was high. The inflation is a little bit, quite a bit lower than what they were talking about. And, um, man, just because I said so. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it changes. <laughs> okay. 
Now, you've been involved in the leadership of the Bakersfield Association Realtors. Can, can you tell us what your current position is and what you're going to be doing next year? Yeah, so my current position is the uh, for 2023, I'm the president-elect. So next year, I am going to be uh, the, the, uh, the president of the Bakersfield Association of Realtors. Uh, neat little uh, neat uh, little setup. I've been uh, been a part of the association for uh, I've been a realtor for 20 years, and uh, of that I you know I didn't uh, oftentimes see much value in, in the leadership side of, of what we had going on here, and um, I would say probably in the last 10 years I um, man got in and I I see the value in this I see you know being a part of and, and um, we we got to we got to have strong leaders in this uh, in this especially you know with what goes on you know up up in Sacramento with um, at any given time somebody comes up with a crazy idea and it doesn't support you know home ownership we 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 got to get in there and, and get it done unfortunately Don it doesn't happen you know for free and, and oftentimes we can't get it sold on a bond so we have to step up and you know and. And put our do our put our two cents in there. What I mean by our two cents is literally our two cents. You know, it, it takes uh, it takes uh, takes a couple bucks here and there. You know, to be able to put our money where our mouth is, and um, you know, just let let people know, hey, we're we're strong. We're and here's how we believe about home worship. All right, thank you. Um, one last question before we go to our next commercial break, but. What's your best real estate advice? Wow. So I, 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 was, I was thinking about that, and I'm still thinking about that. What is my best real estate advice? If you own real estate, keep it. Uh, if you don't have to move, don't move. But it is a good time right now to buy a house if you're going to buy a house, uh, even though those interest rates are a little high, because you're buying a house for the house. We can always refi that, refi that loan later, get that loan refied into a lower interest rate. But that house, once it's gone, it's not going to be there again. All right. Well, Bill, I want to thank you very much for uh, participating in today's road trip. Um, we are going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we're on our road trip around the California housing market. We first started out in the San Jose area, went to Bakersfield. Now we're heading to the Lancaster-Palmdale area. And on the line, we have Chuck Lynn, a realtor extraordinaire from that area. How are you, Chuck? Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. And I recently met Chuck, and to show you what a small world it is, he used to work for my uncle at Shakey's Pizza Parlor in Palmdale. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Back in the day. I was yeah. probably 13. <laughs> okay. And, and keep in mind, my uncle is now listening on this show because uh, okay. he, wanted, he wanted to hear this. Um, all right. So tell us, what areas do you cover besides Lancaster, Palmdale, so we know what you're talking about. So Palmdale Lancaster is about 542,000 people, and it's a combination of what we call four major cities, Lancaster, Palmdale, Roseman, Mojave. And then we have like 20 uh, little towns, Quartz Hill, Little Rock, Pear Blossom, Acton. Uh, we're really the bedroom, uh, bedroom community to the L.A. area. Gotcha. So in your area, what, uh, what's a typical home price there? Or what, I guess a good question is what's your median sale price? So our median sale price right now is about 450000 All right. That's a little bit higher than the Central Valley where we are right at 400000 mm -hmm. All right. And what kind of home would that buy you? So you're talking a three-bedroom, two-bath, around anywhere from 1,200 to 1,500 square feet. Okay. Uh, what kind of lot size? So 
So depending on the year, <laughs> uh, you're looking anywhere from about 6000 to 10000 The older homes had a little bit bigger lot, and then they started making them a little bit smaller. Okay, and that's very similar to our Central Valley, 6,000 to 10,000 square foot lot. Uh, of course, nowadays, as they're building, they're down as low as 2,500 square feet. Yes. Are you seeing that in your new construction there? Uh, the new construction that we have, yes. Uh, they have pretty much, there are no backyards. Uh, you, you have a small fence and you're looking like right into your neighbors. All right. So I picked up on how you said something about the new construction that we do have. Are, do you have much new construction or is that very slow? It's, it's really slow. Uh, I mean, this year it picked up. I mean, there, there are some builders that are building, but basically uh, they'll have three models and they are only, they will build as they're sold. They're not, you know, it's not like it was before where you know, they'd be building 20, 30 at a time. Uh, it's, it's first come, first serve. You okay. go in, you pick out your lot, um, pay for the house, and then they start building. And, and this is interesting because when we first talked to the, our first guest from San Jose, he was saying there's not much building because um, they've run out of room to build. Um it has to be land infill areas, but now Bakersfield and Lancaster Palmdale and the central Valley, we still have room to build. And yet the building is slow. Well, for our area has to do with um, water. The places that are, that are currently building already had their water certificates. So Uh when they, they were building, they stopped building, they held on to those water certificates, so now they can still build. The newer places that want to build, harder for them to get the water certificates. Uh, the cities are being a little uh, stricter on what they have to do. They really hit them with uh, improvements of the street, the lighting. Uh, so they're, they make it tougher for the builders. Mm, okay. That seems to be a common theme. <laughs> Um, yes. Okay, let's now go to the general residential real estate market, which includes resales and even new builds. But how would you describe your local market as of October of 2023? So with listening to the, the two other gentlemen, we're about the same. Um, we're not doing, you know, we're not bad. There's still homes being sold. But uh, because people here have been in their homes for a while, they have low interest rates, they really don't have a reason to to move unless they're moving out of state or something. But like when I, I've lived here forever, six, 60 years, we started out in a mobile home and we just, you know, we sold that. We were able to afford something bigger. There's not anything that people can move up to right now. My son um, I sold him his home. He's talking about moving. I said, you, you have a 2% interest rate. You have all this equity. You could buy another house. You're not going to get bigger. You're not going to get a, a bigger yard. You're just going to be paying a lot more for what you already have. So a lot of people are just waiting. And that's being a bedroom community. We get a lot of people coming from the LA area that sell their really expensive homes. And they come up here and get something uh, not as crowded of an area, uh, good neighborhoods. Uh, we're still kind of a, a, a family community, and uh, we get a lot from L.A. that they, they can't believe how open it is here. We do have a lot of open land. Yeah. Do you have um, a lot of commuter people that still work in the L.A. area but live in we Palmdale, do. Lancaster? Yeah, a lot of commuting. Uh, the 14 used to be kind of, you could hit Burbank. Well, and that, maybe people don't know that area, but it's it's very heavy traffic. 
in the morning from the commuters. Ah. Uh, we have Lockheed, uh, Northrop, Boeing, Edwards Air Force Base. Um, they're getting people uh, that are living in hotels. They work at those companies, but they have to stay in the local hotels because there's not the housing for them to go into. All right. So th- this is just a personal question. Now, What? It, how long is that? morning commute from Palmdale, Lancaster into Burbank? Depending on when you leave. (laughs) So what might normally take you uh, an hour, Mm -hmm. it's going to take you uh, maybe two. Okay. Yeah, it, the uh, LAX, we could leave our house get there within not you know 90 minutes uh on a good day if you leave at the right time you're talking two and a half hours it's funny you say lax because i think that's kind of what really got palmdale going was that there was going to be a new airport there how's that coming yeah (laughs) (laughs) i hope people aren't still holding their breath on that like I said, I've lived here for a long time, and that airport has supposed to have been going in uh, a long time. Uh, it's not. Um, as long as LAX can still build uh, where they are, it, we're not going to get it here. Uh, that that it, where they would put the airport is owned by the LA airport people. Uh, they've been renting it out. It's leased to Edwards Air Force Base for testing, um, but there. It probably won't be in my lifetime that we'll see an airport there. All right, and um, going back to the market now, uh, what what drives a buyer today to to buy a home? Well, there's a lot of things that will, you know, personal reasons. You know, they, uh, for, for here, they get more for their money. That drives the buyers that we get locally. Uh, the, you know, where there's a lot of talk about the interest rate. When, when I bought my first house, it was 18%. Whoa. And yeah. So, you know, they come down, they say, don't, you know, Currently, they're high, and will we see you know twos and threes again? Uh, I don't think I'm going to, um, but the houses keep increasing in price, and that's because we're so far behind in building. Uh, we're I don't know if we'll catch up here in California for building. Um, Fair enough, Chuck. I, I have one last question for you before we go to our next commercial break, and. What would be your best real estate advice? So I listened to the other guys and they were all about, you know, buy the house. My thing is, it's one of your biggest assets that you buy. You need to choose your, your realtor correctly. Don't, you know, there's a, there's a lot of family that is realtors or agents. You have friends that are, you really need to, to, check out the agent that you get. Um, and I would say, check them out. Yeah. <laughs> See if they're, you know, if you're dealing with somebody that has been in the business, they know what they're talking about. They know the area. You know, we get a lot of people from out of the area that don't know anything about septic tanks. Uh, uh, good one. You, you need to pick your, your agent wisely. All right. Well, thank you, Chuck. I, I like that, that one. That's great advice, and thank you for uh, participating in our road trip today around the California housing market. We are going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your driver on today's road trip around the California housing market. So we've been to San Jose, we've been to Bakersfield, Palmdale, Lancaster. Let's go up and over the hill into the Los Angeles area or 
I'm going to say Santa Clarita, and and we have Davis Bartell on the line. Good morning, Davis. John, how are you, my friend? Doing well, thank you. So what areas do you cover in that Southern California area? So I'm out of Westlake Village, and we I cover Ventura County and North Los Angeles County. All right. So I was wrong when I said Santa Clarita because that's only a part of where where you are. Yeah, so we we get into Santa Clarita as well and San Fernando Valley, um, but we're located. You know, I work out of Westlake Village, live in Westlake Village. Okay, and I thought Santa Clarita because you took care of one of my clients in that area recently. That's right. Yeah, so, that's right. We do service out there though. Yeah. See, and that's how realtors work. We have a great network, and um, I was able to connect these people with somebody who <clears throat> who could give them great service, and thank you for doing that. That was my pleasure. They were great to work with and a great connection. I hope to uh, do it again and reciprocate. All right. Um, so as of today, October of 2023, how would you say the residential real estate market is in your area? Well, it's tough. And, you know, if you're talking to others before me, like you have, you know, you probably heard something a little bit similar. But, you know, really what we're dealing with is a, is a you know, strain on inventory. Um, demand is pulled back, too. But, you know, to the point where, you know, we're at the point where homes that are priced well, that are appropriately presented are selling really well. We are seeing multiple offers, but we're also moving into the seasonal time of real estate where it's just slower to compound that. So um, right now I would classify it as slow and there's just not a lot out there right now transactionally. All right. So, and I think everybody's going to agree with you as far as the amount of transactions that has slowed down. Have you seen home prices drop or rise or stay the same? Now we haven't. Um, you know, I would say, well, it's not it's not a black and white answer, but I would say that about April of last year, or not about April of last year, was our peak in pricing, and then we saw. Uh, the prices settle and come down a bit. And then from there, the prices have since, and, you know, primarily, you know, largely in part due to an inventory shortage, prices have popped back up. And now I would say we're, you know, at a place where it's flat, but, you know, I, I it feels like things are softening a bit where we are right now. So if I were to ask, is this a hot seller's market? Is it a normal market? Or is it a great buyer's market? Where would you fit fit it in there? That's a tough question, isn't it? I don't even know if that if those. I think the answer is D. It's it's a <laughs> it's a very unique market. I mean, what we're seeing right now is is unprecedented, certainly for me. Just because you know, it's not that we're in a high interest rate environment. It's that we're in a high interest rate environment relative to what we're used to. And so much of what the consumer does and how they react is based on, um, you know, perspective and relativity. And so when you're used to a 3% interest rate and you get hit with 7 8% all of a sudden, well, you know, you feel like you're getting ripped off when in reality, maybe that's not the case. Um, you know, so I think if we saw something, and I'll answer your question, I think if we saw something with a five on it, all of a sudden that becomes a good deal. You know, if you had a buyer three years ago and you told them you were going to give them 5%, they'd be like, no way you're ripping them off. If you tell a buyer today that you're going to give them 5%, they think they're stealing from you. Um, you know, so I think that right now where we're at, it's just, it's not, it's not any of those. It's not a normal market. Houses are trading, but not, not many. Um, buyers are buying, but it's, it's generally unique people. A lot of the sellers are um, death, divorce, uh, people that have to move, relocation, uh, moving out of the state, retiring, sizing down, that type of thing. But it's it's really rare. So I don't. I honestly can't. I got to answer that like a politician. I can't really give you a straight answer <laughs> on on what the market's like. All right. Well, that was a good answer, though. Um, 
which I guess means some t- politicians give good answers sometimes. Um, I wouldn't agree with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Of course, we're on a real estate show. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stay on topic. That's right. Davis, uh, what what's a median sold price in your area? And what, what kind of home would that buy? Sure. So we're right around the million. Um, and a million gets you, you know, depending on condition, we're just going to call it, you know, your basic single family home. Um, so, you know, you're talking... 1800 2000 square feet yard maybe six to eight thousand square foot lot two-car garage um really almost entry level type home you know type single family residence okay and, and right around a million and just so you know davis in our central valley here that is about a four hundred thousand uh, dollar price tag um th- yeah. that's your median sold price and gets you a three-bedroom, two-bath, fifteen to 1,800 square feet. Yeah, you're not, uh, you're not in a house on the hill for a million bucks here, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. What, what drives a buyer in today's market to buy a home? Oh, man. Well, I mean, you're seeing people right now, they are, you know, you do have some people that are downsizing. Um, You know, you have some people that are moving up. Um, You know, not everyone is sensitive to interest rates. And I, you know, I hate to be redundant and talk about interest rates, but that's just the reality of it. And you probably, you know, that's probably a big piece of your conversation as of late. Um, But, you know, there's cash buyers that aren't affected by that. And then you're seeing people, you know, in my opinion, right now is an awesome time for a first-time buyer. And the reason is, is because a first-time buyer, you know, we talk about relativity and, you know, for me, if I own a house at 3% and I want to go buy a new one and I got to pay 7.5%, well, I'm paying 4.5% more than what I'm used to. But if I'm paying rent um, and I have to pay 7.5% to buy a home, well, that's a little bit different. And so that's what I'm seeing is you have the one-off people who are buying a home, they're um, you know, they're upgrading, but you're seeing the people that are upgrading are oftentimes keeping their previous home as a rental because they're locked in at such a good rate. Um, or you're seeing first-time buy- home buyers outside of just, you know, the one-off buyer that is just not affected by the interest rates or is motivated enough for the interest rates to not affect them. That sounds like a good strategy that you just said about if you got that 3% interest rate, keep that house, buy another one and right. keep it as a rental. And therein lies, that, therein lies the inventory problem because if you, you know, even if you are at a point where you need to go buy a house and purchase something, you know, with these higher interest rates that, you know, everyone isn't so fond of, um, then, you know, it's like, well, why, why would I give this up? No one wants to give up that, you know, that 3%, that 25 3.5% rate because, you know, based on where the market is right now, that's free money. I mean, that's just, you, you can't beat it, um, you know, when you've got high-yield savings accounts that are giving you 5.5%. Yeah, and I like what you said that earlier, that the 7% interest rate isn't really abnormal, um, but we kind of got spoiled or used to those lower rates. So it seems like a lot right now. Exactly. It's all, it's all, it's all relative. You know, it's like when people, you know, people are shopping for homes and prices have gone up however much and they say, Oh, well, you know, prices are really expensive. And yeah, well, you know, you might not think today's prices are expensive in three years. You might think that today's prices were a great deal in three years because it's just you know it's it's all it's all your perspective yeah and i'm gonna buy your theory because if i look back three years ago boy prices were cheap (laughs) exactly and at that time we all thought they were very high yeah yeah so um what was the interest rate on on your first home I mean, if I'm brutally honest with you, I don't remember. Um, it, I'm not. I'm not that old. I'm 
36, uh, but I bought my first house eight or nine years ago, and I want to say the rate was like high fours, 5% or so, um, somewhere, somewhere around there. But, you know, to that effect is, you know, for me, it's not, I don't, you know, I just bought another, I just bought an investment property at seven and a half percent. I mean, it doesn't, I'm not, the interest rates are, you know, they matter and it's a factor, but at the end of the day, you're trying to accomplish something. If I was a buyer, I'm not sweating the interest rate. I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at the long term. And if you look at the short run of things, it just, you know, it's, I guess the answer is, is like none of that stuff really matters. Either it makes sense for you or it doesn't. Either you want to buy a home and you want to be a homeowner or not. Okay. And maybe a way that we look at interest rates is that that's the cost of money. So if you need to if you don't have all the money to buy something, you need to borrow some of it. That's your cost. Factor it in. Um, well, I do. If oh. it were me, yeah. If if it were me, and I did not own a home, I'd be doing everything I could to buy a home right now. And the reason is is because as a as a buyer, as a first time buyer, you want to be. I don't. I just don't see on the horizon that we're going to see housing prices in my area at least come down. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Um, and if you're a first-time buyer and you buy a home and rates go down, well, you got this cool thing called a refinance at your disposal. And if rates go up, well, I mean, you're you're in luck. You locked in a lower rate. So it's like, to me, as a first-time buyer, getting your foot in the door, it's really a no-brainer right now. Okay, Davis, I have one last question for you, and that is, give us your best real estate advice. Do you want my advice as a real estate professional or my advice towards a consumer? Towards the consumer. Uh, my advice would be right now, if you want to buy something, now's the time to do it. And if you want to wait, there's a lot of people waiting on the sidelines right now because the cost of money is high. Um, and I think that just might be a mistake um, because if you wait until money is less expensive, um, you're going to be waiting along with a whole slew of other people that are sitting on the bench waiting to come into the market. And I think we have a unique opportunity. I think if you're looking for the bottom, I think we might be there. So um, I know that that's a bold prediction, um, but who knows? Maybe I'll be wrong. We'll play the tape back in a few months or a year. And that's the great thing. These are archived, so you, we can always go back a year from now and say, Davis Bartell, you were right. You were right. So, <laughs> well, let's hope we have that conversation, Don. Who knows? All right. Well, I want to thank you and also the other three guests that we had on our road trip. But most of all, thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll be back again next Saturday morning, 9 to 10, with a great show on Welcome Home Radio. Thank you very much. <laughs>